Okay, so I want to talk about addictions. So a lot of times when you hear addiction, you think about hard drugs like crack, heroin, uh, alcohol. You know, some people call sex a hard addiction, but, you know, a lot of times people aren't even considering that. But, you know, a lot of times when you think about the word addiction, you think automatically specific things, right? You're addicted to drugs, you're addicted to alcohol, you know, you might be addicted to things like that. But addiction is way more common than we want to admit. Like, for example, a lot of us are addicted to our phones. A lot of us are addicted to Instagram, Facebook, you know, YouTube, Pinterest, um, you name it, Tumblr, you name it. A lot of us are addicted to our phones. A lot of us are addicted to, you know, our friendships, relationships. It's an addiction. A lot of us are addicted to just the everyday things in life that we don't consider. We're addicted to food, you know? Some of us are addicted to things that are supposed to be good for us, like working out or eating healthy. Like, people think because it's supposed to be something that's beneficial in your life that it can't be an addiction. It's an addiction. Because too much of anything is a bad thing. So, I want to talk about addictions today because I realized that some God gave me a word a few months back. He said to me, I said to him, you know, thank you, God, for delivering me from the addiction of hard alcohol. Like hard liquor, like vodka, brandy, you know, the liquor that God says that only sick people are supposed to actually drink. Sick and near to death. Otherwise, other people drink wine and it's really only lightly, like, and very sparse. You're only supposed to have, like, a couple of sips. So, all I know is, you know, I was just thanking him for the things he had uh, delivered me from. Addiction to weed, addiction to cigarettes, addiction to hard liquor. You know, I still battle with the, you know, drinking wine. It's almost as if I've substituted hard liquor for wine. But at the same time, you know, it's so much better than it was. I know that I'm at least I'm progressing, but that's not an excuse. So remember the Lord gave me the word. He said, well, you're still addicted to a lot of things. And just because those things may be first priority to you doesn't mean that they're any better or any worse than any other addiction to me. Like, you're addicted to food. I am addicted to food because, you know, you might say you're not addicted to food, but if you can't fast when the Lord is calling you to fast, however long he's calling you to fast, you're addicted to food. You know, a lot of us are addicted to, or I was addicted to, I am addicted to sleep. Even though sleep is needed, especially in such a stressful situation. When the Lord is calling you to do something, you can't do it. That means you're addicted to whatever it is you're doing. Sin, period. If he's calling you to do something, and you know he's calling you to do something, and you can't just drop whatever it is that you're doing and go do whatever God tells you to do, no matter how long it's required, then you're addicted. So I realized in this, in this situation that I would 
I would I wouldn't want to focus on how much better I'm doing with the things that I'm not no longer addicted to because I realized that the Lord didn't want me to boast or focus on those things and I couldn't necessarily put my finger on it at the time but I believe it has a lot to do with the fact that I have a long way to go but all I know is I noticed that you know when I would try my best to focus and you know do what God is calling me to do it's almost like it felt like the requests and the calls and what he was asking me to do was never ending like I know you want me to sacrifice everything and I'm trying to sacrifice everything for you I want to sacrifice everything for you but I can't it's hard it's so hard you know I'm giving up all these different things, and then you're calling me to another thing. And I'm like, okay, I'm give this up. Let me give this up. Let me give this up. Let me give this up. And then I get to the point where it's like I'm breaking. I feel broken, and it's okay because I'm supposed to be broken for God, but you know, it almost feels impossible. And you know what? If it were just me, I think that I would have been able to accomplish that. I want to say that I don't want to blame it on others because at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, I'm strong enough to resist anything anybody else is doing. I should take credit for that. But, you know, it's not just me. I'm fighting. I'll decide in my heart and my mind with the help of God that I'm not going to do this anymore. And then everyone else is fighting me. You know, how dare you, you know be somebody we never thought you could ever be how dare you start moving in a path that we never thought we'd ever see you in how dare you be bigger or greater than we can even imagine how dare you we won't let that happen it's jealousy it's envy it's you know it's not real love and it's very hard it's very hard to you know, stay around people like that and still manage to somehow be somebody you never thought you could be, let alone them. Because while you're still trying to, you know, wrap your mind around it, you almost can't even think about what you're doing. You have to just do. And then they come around and they're hindering you in every way. What is it that, you know, causes you to stumble? Let us, you know, let us enhance that. Let us, you know, somehow work on that more and hurt you more or somehow benefit you know jump you we have to jump you and when it comes down to it nobody really nobody really cares when it comes down to it nobody really cares people are going to say okay take responsibility for what you did nobody cares that anybody else was doing anything that's something you should have done you are strong enough. Don't make excuses for yourself. But no, they weren't there. They weren't there. They don't know what was going on. They don't know everything that you saw. They don't know everything that was happening. They don't know how hard it was. They don't know the struggles you faced. They don't know how bad you wanted it. And how bad they didn't want you to have it. They don't know. But they tell you don't make excuses as if you're making one. A lot of times, no matter how hard you work, there's people around you who will never let you have something. And then that means you have to be super. You have to be existential. You have to be excellent. 
You have to be without flaw in order to avoid these things. And none of us are. None of us are perfect. So when you're making these mistakes, they're benefiting from them. Not only are they benefiting from their from them, they are learning from them and they're learning how to increase the chances of you making a mistake. More mistakes. Hindering you. Making sure you never, ever reach that next step. But you can't talk about what they're doing. You got to talk about what you're doing. Even though if it were only about what you were doing, you would have made it by now. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. And you might say, okay, so get rid of these people. If these people are really hindering you, get around people who are helping you. What if God is calling you if you really want to see your strength, if you really want to see what you're capable of, if you really want to have what he has for you to stay around these people and let them overcome it anyways, no matter what they do. And they're doing everything they possibly can. He says, I'll help you. You'll get through. But when it comes down to it, it just doesn't feel like it's enough help. You're saying you're helping me, but where are you when I need you? I know you're here, but I can't tell. I can't tell. They're freely doing whatever they want to do in my life. They're freely sabotaging me. They're freely hindering me. They're freely creating and manifesting delays and setbacks in my life and hindering me, keeping me from what you have for me. But you're telling me that you're helping me. How is that help? How is that help? I'm sure a lot of people will say, you have to trust God. You have to know that God is doing what you cannot see. Of course. Of course. But you know what else? God knows how you feel at all times. Which means he knows that you're struggling with this. He knows that they're setting, you know, delaying you and hurt and hurting you and keeping you from this. So why can't he help with that? Yeah, he's doing something and that's almost to extent, I feel like an excuse. So if I can't make excuses for my life, why am I making excuses for God? He's in control of everything. He can do anything he wants to do. He can help me. He can keep me from being hindered. He can make he can make sure that I am not being delayed or hurt by them. I've seen him do it. He doesn't do certain things at certain times because I'm not perfect. I can't do things perfectly. That's frustrating. But if I turn completely away and I say, it's no point, you know, there's people out here doing bad and you're doing more. There's people out here doing good and you're doing less. It don't really make a difference. There's no set doctrine to this. There's no set way to go. There's no set instruction manual. I just have to figure it out. And right now, figuring it out is doing, figuring it out is doing what I can. Clearly, that's what you want, because it's not like you're offering any extra help when I'm trying to do what I feel like you're asking me or calling me to do. So clearly, this is the route you want me on. This clearly, this is the way you want me to go. Clearly, this is what you want me to do. 
hate to think that because it almost feels like somehow you you want people to fail you want us to fail so you can have more credit on your own name for how much you're doing how much mercy and grace you're showing how much forgiveness you are providing because when i was trying my best you were helping less when i wasn't trying at all you were offering all the help in the world what do i have to do to be seen when i'm actually trying do i have to not care anymore is that when you start helping? Because I can do that. I mean, I thought I was past that. I thought I had grown past that. I thought I was in another place. I thought that I never wanted to go back there. But if that's what I have to do in order for you to help me, I guess okay. Because you're not helping. You're not. And I get it. At the same time, I could be saying this from a perspective where I just simply cannot see all that you're doing. I'm trying to be patient and keep reminding myself that. But at some point, that doesn't even matter. Because even if I can't see all that you're doing, you see what I see. And you're still not even bothering to help me understand. You're leaving me like that. You're leaving me in the blind. You're leaving me, you know, misunderstood. Misunderstanding all of it. There should be no reason. You know? I remember at one point I didn't care about you at all. I almost didn't think anything. I would never say I didn't care about God at all. That's a lie. But I remember at one point I did not care about being better at all. I cared about God, but I never cared about being better. I did not care. Whatever it was I was doing, that just had to be okay. It's going to be enough for you because that's what I'm going to do anyways. I'm not doing nothing else. So... At that point, then it felt like you were paying more attention and doing more. Is that who I have to be in order to get some help? Is that what I have to do in order for you to pay attention? That's all I want to know. Because if that's, what's, if that's what has to happen, fine. You know, I guess it was easier anyways. It was easier to not care. It was easier to not try. It was easier to do whatever I felt like doing when I felt like doing it and not even think about how you felt about it. It was easier. It really was. But here I am trying and I feel dumb about it. I almost feel like you punishing me. Punishing me for trying. I would say punishing me for what I've done. But by now, that's already... You know, that's already way off the charts. We're so far past that. I should have made up for that a long time ago. At this point, I'm making up for what I've done and a bunch of other people, too. You're punishing me for what they're not doing. So should I just be one of them? Because at this point, nobody even wants... To even do what they need to do. Because you're going to punish them for everybody who's not doing what they need to do. You're making an example out of me. When I'm trying to be an example of how gracious and merciful you are. And granted, if they ever want to just be on your side because somehow 
they feel good about how you're treating me and how bad I'm getting it or how much I haven't how much I haven't been able to you know how how much I have to suffer because of what you're doing then y'all deserve each other I mean that I mean that I never felt that way about God but if you ever put on a show for people who need to see me suffer in order to praise you you deserve those kind of people serving you And they deserve a kind of guy who would do something like that. That's a fact. I don't care what nobody say. Because what do I look like when I have a genuine heart? If I could have just came, came to you with some fraudulent stuff like that, it would be easy. But I guess I have to think about how it's all according to your plan. Because at one point, I came to you not knowing who I was or how bad I was. And you showed me how bad I was. But you had to get me there first. So I can see how that can somehow play into their, their you know, life. You got to get them there first. Even if it's on whatever mission or whatever idea or whatever they feel like they're there for. For the detriment of me or just to make me suffer or just because they like seeing me suffer or just because they feel like you're the guy who likes seeing me suffer. Fine. Anything to make them ultimately better, right? I understand at an extent. That's who I was. To a certain extent, that's who I was. That don't make it right, though. That don't make it right. And I can't sit up here and lie and say I understand anything like that. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't support it. I don't approve of it. I don't like it. And somebody might say that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But if it doesn't matter, you wouldn't even hurt me have said that. If I, what I say don't matter, you wouldn't even hear me talk right now. Stop saying what matters to you so much don't matter. Because if it didn't matter, this would probably be easier for me. It's frustrating to me that anything that I'm doing matters so much to you. Not God, but you. But regardless of anything, like I said, if it's all a part of God's ultimate plan, I get it. At one point, I didn't know what was going on. He had to give me what I didn't ever know I could have. And I could just imagine at that time, probably feeling 100% completely different than what I feel like now. Does that make it okay? No. Does that mean I'm not going to feel the way I feel? Absolutely not. I still feel the way I feel. I can't help that. And if I were faking it, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. So let me go ahead and start faking it then if that's what helps. I'll just fake it. I'll fake it like everybody else and get nowhere. I thought you were tired of people faking it. So why do I feel like I have to? Why do I feel like I have to? 